So we are discussing the meaning of Oifel <coughs> and Afela and how Oifel is this um, masculine kind of clipper in the sense that it creates this environment around you where from head to toe you're in this zone of insensitivity to what you really want to do, what you really believe in, what you really feel is good. And, what, and you're in the sense of, and this um, zone is created by this pre-gasel, by this casting off the yoke of Hashem, that you don't even uh, want to want to do what Hashem wants. That, that zone that's been created by that decision, that environment, uh, is called the keser of Klippa. The uh, makif and keser are very connected. Keser is a transcendent thing. And this guy is in this environment because of this Kesser of Klippa. The Kesser of Klippa is his, his decision that he does not want to want to be part of the whole, this whole thing. So it causes something that he loses in head and in toe, meaning that he, um, he, does, he tramples mitzvahs over, underfoot, doesn't feel them, he's doing anything wrong, and uh, it affects him with all kinds of um, all kinds of thoughts that come into his mind uh, without him deciding to enter the zone of those kinds of thoughts this is this is oifel. this is the masculine kind of clip let's continue on page 15 the line starts with the word hanal uh, the word vizehu the first column vizehu and and this is the meaning of the word oifel. Oifel is the masculine form for a deep darkness. The masculine kind of clip. That this causes darkness and conceals Hashem's presence. And it's called, it's, it's from the depth of evil. And it is something that encompasses him. That puts him in this in a environment of clip. Hashem made Kedusha and Klippa to mirror each other. It means Hashem made it the, grain, the playing grounds fair. Whatever there is in Kedusha, there is an opposite in Klippa. Whatever there is in Klippa, there's an opposite in Kedusha. There is something called the transcendent light of holiness which is called the supernal wonder. The word Pela means something which is, which is hidden and beyond logic. It's called the, higher, the highest uh, form of darkness, or the supernal kind of darkness. It says Hashem made darkness to be His cloak. This is referring to darkness in the positive sense that it's so lofty and so holy and so amazing that it's not understood. It's beyond logic and reason. And this is the meaning of the Pasuk. You who sit in the shadow of the Most High. The godly soul is hidden in that place. It's like it's under a shield. That gets in a place of refuge. In that uh, same chapter, uh, I think it's chapter um, 91 in Tehillim, 
it, it says that when you sit in the shadow of the Most High, you are saved from all kinds of things. And Jessica was saying earlier that by being in the zone of Klippa, you get attacked in all different kinds of ways, and, and uh, you're, you're insensitive to, to, to making lots of mistakes, and you don't realize it. So conversely, by being in the shadow of this place called Pella, in the supernal wonder, the supernal darkness, uh, this, in this transcendent uh, aura of holiness, then you're safe from all the negative stuff. Like, for example, sins that a person uh, tramples underfoot. You're, you get trapped by, though there, there is a trap that catches you by your feet, like someone who actually gets caught in an actual trap. And uh, this, uh, and, and the Pusik, the, the, the whole chapter 91, talks about all kinds of things, how you'll step on a viper and, uh, and you'll, you'll, Hashem will support you and the thousands will die on your right and then your left and nothing will happen to you. So all of that uh, amazing protection is in, as a result of being in the zone of Kedusha. And this is the meaning of the Pasuk. You'll be saved from the trap. You'll be saved from what could ordinarily trap you. It's like birds who are, who are trapped in a cage. And you'll be, you could be in that scenario, but you're, you're protected from it as a result of being in the shadow of the Most High, as a result of being in the aura, in the environment of Gdusha. From Medever Havis means from pestilence. So there is the pestilence that the Pasuk was referring to spiritually is the hidden death that we're discussing earlier that a person is trampling on all kinds of Averis and, and all kinds of mitzvahs he's missing. He's insensitive to everything. What we were saying earlier on, how that my sins have gone above my head, that a person has, first of all, when he's not in the environment of Dushim, when he's in the other environment, so then there's all kinds of thoughts going to his head and all kinds of things he just does just because he's in the environment of Klippa. However, in the aura of holiness, there is no nourishment in that place for Klippa. Not in the heels. And what does this mean? How do you get into the environment of Kedusha. What does it mean to place yourself in that environment so that you're so protected from all kinds of traps, protected from all kinds of uh, uh, pestilence, spiritual disease of, of stepping in all the wrong places, doing all the wrong things, thinking all the wrong thoughts. How do you get into that that zone? Well, obviously we're not talking about becoming a Yitzhah de Gomer, there's no Yitzhahara. What are we talking about? Talking about being in the makif. How do you be in the makif? So just like we said before, that when you want to not want to not want anything to do with Kedusha, in other words, you don't want to want to have a connection to Hashem, so that puts you in that zone of Klippah. So conversely, the way to get in the zone of Kedusha is by the opposite. Who is in the shadow of the Most High? Who is in the aura of Kedusha? Some whose who's very core of their desire is connected to Hashem. As we explained earlier on, 
the three levels of time and tamim, and how there's different forms of sincerity, sincerity in deed, sincerity in, sincerity in uh, feeling, and sincerity in your very core desire that you have made this, this, <coughs> this attachment to Hashem, that you really want to do what Hashem wants. Then in that scenario, when you've gotten to that aura, that zone, that an atmosphere, I just want to do what Hashem wants, if that's what you're breathing, then you will not be afraid of the fear of night, medever, Gamkin. Um, another mimer, the Friedrich Rebbe, he talks about this same chapter of Tilim. I think it's the mimer of Horim Sarasach and Kontrasim. And he says that there are um, two kinds of uh, two kinds of things that the Pasuk mentions. There is the destruction that ravages at noon, and there is another kind of plague that comes at night, and the uh, Friedrich Rebbe says, if I remember correctly, there is a kind of klippa that is like day, meaning that there is a there is a strong attachment, that you, a strong attraction you have to something which you know is wrong, and it's just blinding. That's that's the uh, that's the uh, uh, destruction of noon. That's the the, the it's just like the sun is something which is blinding. So too, there could be a very strong attraction to the wrong thing. Then there is also darkness, which means that you're just you're an environment which which challenges your your uh, knowledge of what you know is true, and and you, you see riddles around all around you. You see like you're in a state of total darkness, so that you can't see what you know is the emes. On the contrary, you see in the world things which which challenge you. So that's 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 the darkness of Pascha first. So there is a there is midas There is an attribute of day and an attribute of night. That the pastor talks about that the neshama can be challenged with. Uh, the Friedrich Rebbe, I think, remember mentions about how there are some things which are inanimate and and things which have which have some kind of animation. So that indicates that the, the divine energy in them. The things which are inanimate and certainly the things which are forbidden, they just make you wonder, like where is Hashem in in those things? Like there, there's the same as famous talk of the Rebbe about the unique plague of frogs. How that plague was different than the other plagues. In short, one of the points that makes in that talk is that there are some things in the world that challenge our belief in Hashem because they're like, what are they? They seem to be the opposite of the, of the plan of Hashem. And there's some things which challenge our belief in Hashem because you look at them like, what are they for? Like, what, what do they add to the world? Like, like frogs? What are, what, are they, what are they giving the world? Who needs them? And the way that challenge could be even even greater, because when something's at least a riddle, it makes you look upwards. But something is just like stam, like 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 plain and empty. So then that could be like that, that's like darkness. It's just like what is that? What is that for? Um, so without getting too much into it, that that that's the attribute of darkness, and the, and the attribute of day again is this attraction to things you shouldn't be into. So by being in the environment of Kedusha, which means to have a desire, a sincere desire, to be, meaning to be connected to Hashem, you really want the Eibishter, you really want to do what Hashem wants, that places in a person an environment so there's no nourishment of Klippa, so that he's protected from both the Yitzhahara, which is like the day, and the, also the Klippa, which is like the night. Both kinds of Klippa. You find me? You won't be afraid of day or night. Why? Because you sought shelter in his wings. 
שהוא מעקב דה בינה, שהמבשר זה תחת הרגעים חולו. This is referring to the מדרגה of מעקב הבינה, and next column, וכמי יפרס עלינו סוכה שמחה, סוכה נפחה, תחסירנו, חולו, כדי שיוסר סוטל פלנים אחרינו. This is what we mean when we say in davening, spread over us the sukkah of your peace, protect us with the shadow of your wings. Why should you do this? What do, we, what do we see further on in that same chapter of, uh, in the same prayer of Ashkivenu? We say, remove the satan from in front of us and back of us. How are we protected from the satan? We're protecting the Yitzhahara because of the shadow of your wings. What's pshat, the shadow of your wings? That you're in an aura of, I want to do what Hashem wants. This is called protection from the outside. Perhaps this is what um, the, I think this is what the, the story means. The famous story of Meir Premishlan, that the uh, Meir Premishlan said when you connect it above, you don't fall below. What's that? When you connect it above, you don't fall below. When you have this sincere desire to be close to the Abishter, that places you in a certain kind of environment. And therefore, you're not going to get stuck by the day kind of Yitzharas and item mekani Yitzharas, whatever they are. Yedua, the zel ha ra ha goli be midsum aisa, she te asrech rasech, misadin gili be sunkulu. I'm not sure, Shatri, I'll pick this up one second. I think he's saying, I'm not sure, that it says your evil will cause you pain, which means is the attribute of justice. A person does the wrong thing in his actions or in his character, so then there is a response. And that he's he is uh, he's hurt. He says the Satan goes in this world and tells you to do the wrong thing. And he's both the one who seduces you to do the wrong thing, and he's also the same one who goes Lamail and tells Hashem to zap you. And after the heavenly court uh agrees that someone should get zapped, the Satan is the same one who goes and administers the punishment too. So he's the one who seduces you, he's the one who accuses you. And he's the one who, who administers the punishment. So it says that you'll be removed the satan from the front of us and from the back of us. Shem will protect us from the satan. That means that, that we won't have all this kind of stuff happening. That, that, that there's a protection. That Shem saves us from the pain. Um, let's, let's skip the parentheses. Um, we'll go back to there. Where's in the parentheses? Okay, it's a long, it's a long uh, parenthesis. It's about eight lines in the bottom of the page. See it? Mm-hmm. Well, let's just do the parenthesis. Let's try. Mm-hmm. It's still hard. Let's see if we do it. Mm-hmm. Machsi means my refuge. So being my refuge means the makkah of Kesser, the environment of Kesser. That protects me from 
the hidden evil, that it protects me from the ensnaring trap. How am I protected from the ensnaring trap? It's, I'm protected from that by being in the Makav of Kedusha, being in the environment of Kedusha, the Makav of Keser. What is the meaning of the fear of night that the Pasuk is referring to? Din in the Shultan Beguf that means the person is being judged to, and his body should be affected because of actual evil the person has done. The Pasuk says Hashem protects you from a arrow that is shot at you during the daytime. What is that Pasuk referring to? The arrow shot during the daytime. That means that there's a decision there's an accusation Shemayim that something should happen to the neshama to damage the neshama. The goli, just like a chet just like a arrow could attack the body physically, so too there could be a decision in Shemayim that the neshama should get blemished because of a mistake that's done in a person's thoughts, in his character, so that's the meaning of an arrow shot in the daytime, that there's something that blemishes the Nisham as a result of a person making a mistake. So this aura of, of Kedusha, this decision, I want to be a servant of Hashem, and, and this attachment to Hashem, that protects a person from, from the arrow shot in the daytime, from the blemish of the body and the blemish of the, and the, blemish of the soul. Blemish of the, of the body is the, pasik, is the words in the Pasuk, the fear of night. And the arrow shot by the day is referring to the blemish of the neshama. So a person is protected from all, all that by being in this aura of Dush. Pasuk says another thing. It says you'll be saved from, from the... Uh, uh, what's the Pasuk? Um, from, from the pestilence that ravages... Uh, from the pestilence that ravages by day, and from destruction that ravages at noon. So these two psukim, in Deva, Fiyalach, and Ketesh, and Tzadayim, I'll make sure I'm translating this correctly. Let's just sit here. Deva, Fiyalach, and Ketesh, and Tzadayim, hold on a second. Here we go. Um, pestilence that prowls in darkness and destruction that ravages at noon. That's the translate the post in the city. Pestilence that prowls in the darkness and destruction that ravages at noon. So, what does this mean? Oh, 
The darkness and the light are two opposites. One is oifel means absolute darkness, and sarayim means absolute light. Oifel means that the fact is oifel means that there's actual darkness. The light of Hashem is hidden. Light of the Hashem and the Neshama is hidden. It's like someone who decides intentionally to bring upon themselves bad thoughts. Again, intentionally doesn't mean that he bemazed it, he's trying to think the wrong things, but he's just in a zone of, I don't want to do what Hashem wants. I, I just, and he's free, therefore, to, to uh, he's open to be attacked by all kinds of negative thoughts because of things he, think, he shouldn't think about because of his decision, I don't want to uh, serve Hashem. So that's, that's the darkness. <clears throat> that's, that just darkens the light. By having these kinds of thoughts, it causes Neshama's light to little by little become, to become extinguished. Until he mamish reaches the gates of death. This is the pestilence that the destruction that devil we said is is uh, is, is, the, is the pestilence that comes in the darkness. The, this, this pestilence, this dever, it, it's, it's fueled by this darkness. Meaning, he doesn't know even that he's in the dark. He is in a state of spiritual death without even knowing that this is happening to him. It's like a person doesn't feel anything at all. Like a person gets hit in the dark. So if someone gets you in the dark, you don't know how you got hit and what hit you. That's the meaning of oifel. Oifel is the opposite of pella. So he, just like pella puts a person in this great aura of kedusha, so conversely, the um, this this decision that don't want to be a servant of Hashem places a person in a spiritual darkness. And that causes little by little him to lose the light of his neshama. That's what's going on. He he has all kinds of negative thoughts, and these thoughts are are taking away from his neshama little by little. Where is it coming from? He doesn't, doesn't realize how he's getting hit. He doesn't realize what's happening to him. What's happening to him? He's lo- these thoughts coming to his head, and they're they're taking away from his neshama little by little. So it's like sun gets hit in the dark. Uh, sounds very similar to the Maimar quote from Rebbe, that the Ketev, which is the destruction by the daytime, that means a powerful warmth of Klippe. The Yitzhahara attacks with a great warmth, a great attraction to Klippe. Because it's told there's a fiery fire inside of him. The Klippe is overwhelming him. To heat up inside of him this 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 passion in his heart. As it says elsewhere in on the Pasik about Tamar, it says, take her out and burn her. Uh, that's what Yehuda said to ha- should happen to Tamar. So it says 
that how she 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 burns she burns with the fires of purity and begalusa shavaluna denim zolnsachas during the time of Golos, there is this kind of gvura chonolzlan where this klipa is allowed to cause this great attraction to the wrong thing, this warmth, this heat, this great fire to go the wrong way. And the only way to get rid of it is to burn. How do you burn this attraction? To burn it in its root with the heat of the day. What's the heat of the day? Heat of the day is the yoke of parnasa, the difficulty in making a living and sweating to earn a living. That's the way that this, that that's what uh, is parallel to this uh, heat of klipa. So, in Golis, it seems that um, there is this allowance to give to klipa to to cause to challenge the neshama with this great heat, and the way to rectify it is with Hashem giving us this yoke of of Parnas. I'm not sure how that rectifies it. Um, I'm not sure if they're referring to how it says in Pekiyavis, that uh, when you have a yoke of Parnasa, so that makes you, um, takes you away from, takes away, takes away sin. It says there's a yoke of Teir and the yoke of Parnasa takes away um, uh, sin. I'm not sure if that's what they're referring to. Or he's referring to just the, the, um, the, the just like Hashem, Great pressure. It says in Gemara, you put your hand in your pocket, you can't find change. It'll cause kapara. So, how much more? So, a person sweating to earn a livelihood, that cleanses them, maybe, that's what they're saying, from the warmth of Klippa. I'm not sure uh, exactly what he's saying. But the Vart is that there's a Tikkun that's achieved by the yoke of Parnasa by trying to earn a livelihood with, uh, with the sweat of your brow. Mm-hmm. Simon Chaim Chaimurach.